0: Junk Man Radio, hey, on the line, right here, on the hotline, I guess. <laughs> an old friend of uh, mine and hopefully an old friend of yours, uh, it's guitar player Kerry Kelly. How you doing, brother?
1: I'm doing great, man. Great to talk to you, Junk Man. I'm uh, I'm happy and proud to be here with you.
0: Good, welcome to the all new Junk Man Radio, man. We're digging it. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, you know, I get to play a lot of new bands, which again is one of the reasons why we're talking. You got a brand new band amongst the the million other bands that you've had since I've known you, man. This is <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, no 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 rest for the wicked, man. You know, I just. Uh, Bobbing and weaving, you know, doing this project or that project, and uh, and having fun, man. Creating some some cool music, at least I think. And uh, yeah, you know, always always doing something. I'm trying, man. You're Just like me. Trying his best.
0: You're like me. You're like a shark. You got to keep swimming and eating at all times. You know what I'm saying? So
1: Ab- absolutely.
0: Bro. Well, the band that we're gonna we're talking about is something really cool. It's a brand new band. It's called A New Revenge featuring you on guitar and an old another old friend of ours Tim Ripper Owens on the vocals oh yeah and uh, we got James Kotak on the drums remember James we remember James from uh, Scorpions and Kingdom come and other bands as well yeah. and then on the bass dude I'm kind of confused on here too I, I at first I, I heard that Rudy Sarza was playing bass and I watched your video and there's our other friend Phil Suzanne on the bass so maybe you can fill us yeah. in a little bit on uh, on what's happening with a new revenge.
1: Yeah. Well, so you, you hit it on the head. So obviously Tim, you know, is, is on vocals, a uh, incredible guy uh, and just a, a Lord of a singer, man. I mean, yeah. he's great. You know, obviously he has a lot of his own stuff that he does the beyond fear, his own solo stuff. And obviously, you know, a lot of people know him from when he was in Priest for almost 10 years. And then James, you touched on from, uh, From now he has kind of resurrected his uh, his kingdom come. I think it's like their I think it's their thirtieth anniversary kind of. So he kind of has the guys back together. But twenty one years he did his time in uh, in good old uh, uh, Scorpions. You know what I mean? He was over there in the in the land of uh, sauerkraut and wheat beer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, but he's great. And then yeah, I mean on the record on bass and who was originally the project is uh, obviously Rudy another great guy, legend in the industry, obviously. Um, and, but now we actually have Phil as part of the project. Rudy was just around the time we were getting the video done, um, a couple of months ago, kind of just get around the holidays. Rudy had some other things going on with the guess who and such. And it was just, was not working out, um, for when we had the video planned and the timing. And so, uh, we asked Phil if he'd want to jump in and he said, of course, he'd love to be a part of it. You know, um, And so, yeah. So now welcome Phil Souson. So (laughs) that's great. (laughs) Phil is not on, Phil is not on the record, but, but, but Phil is obviously involved from, from now on. So, and, and we love Phil as well. I mean, he's a, uh, a great guy. I mean, all the dudes in the band are great, as I just said, but, uh, um, great guy, legend bass player, cool as hell, and yeah. uh, we're proud to have him.
0: And You know what's really funny, too, is last week I had Vivian Campbell on uh, from, you know, Def Leppard and Last in Line, and he's playing bass on, on Last in Line as well. So it's just like, yeah. here we go, with with six degrees of separation of Phil Suzanne, you know? so
1: Yeah, it's like, well, dude, it's like, you know, the rock and roll, it's that same thing. It's kind of like when you start getting into whatever pool you may be in, you know, it's like incestuous in a way. You know, you got the rock and roll you know pool of people you might have an emo crowd which i really don't know about those guys but i'm sure they have their circle of all their people and yeah. you know etc um but yeah i mean phil's out there making it happen i mean he's still doing the uh raid in the rock vault i believe yeah. in vegas and yeah he has the last in last in line that he's doing with viv and the guys and uh and then now obviously doing this project moving forward you know and uh He's great, you know. It's like same thing, like the shark, dude. We're exactly. all sharks. Got to keep moving, man.
0: Now, how did this initially come about, man? How did you guys all get together and say, you know what? Let's start a band. Let's write some music together. Was that was that your dealing, or how did that how did it all come about with a new revenge? Yeah,
1: it it, it was pretty simple. Um, you know how it really started was we were doing when I was playing with Alice. You know, it's about I don't know one of the last tours I think we did of Russia. Um, it was Scorpions and Alice Cooper, uh, yeah. did this Russian tour. Um, and it was like a month long. Um, and so we had a lot of downtime and cause you know, you're there, you got to travel. It's like a day travel play a day travel day off play. Um, and we went all the way from like, uh, St. Petersburg, which is on the West coast, all the way to the farthest East coast, Vladivostok. It's incredible. You like look over like right below you, you see like the border of, of, uh, of Korea. And then you look across the water and you could see Sapporo, Japan, man. It's, it's wow. wild. Um, but so we were on this tour and I, I had known James back in the old days anyway. Um, but we are just hanging out. We should do something. We should do something. Um, and I said, yeah, well we, we should, <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, and we started talking to our buddy over there, the, the promoter that was doing the shows. He had done many Scorpions tour, many he's like the biggest kind of Russian promoter does green day over there and Aussie and, you know, all the real deal shit um and he goes hey if you guys put something together man i'll have you over here and and play so that's really how it started we started thinking like wow who can get on vocals i knew tim so i just literally called tim up and said hey do you want to do this thing you know we have a promoter that wants us to come over it'll be like a jam band thing to where we'll play a handful of songs from each guy's kind of project you know whatever priest you know ozzy scorpions alice etc and he said, yeah. And uh, I had known Rudy as well. I mean, everybody kind of knows Rudy sure. over the years. And, and I literally just called Rudy and said, hey, do you want to do it? And he said, yeah, it sounds like fun. So we just went over to, we picked out like a bunch of songs, like 16 or 18 songs. We all kind of knew them in general, went over to Mates up in L.A., rehearsed for one day, flew over there, did like 10 shows, and we were all blown away. Like people actually came out. It was it was awesome. I mean, it was way above our expectations. You know, we thought it was just going to be a jam thing playing in front of a couple hundred people. Yeah. We were doing shows, a thousand people, 1,500 people. The biggest show we did was 3,000. Wow. We were like, whoa, we couldn't believe it, honestly. So that's how, that's a long story short, that's how the project initially started as just a jam band. It was just an idea that we had. And a promoter friend of ours said that he would promote it in russia for us and uh and we had a great time doing it and it was it was successful like that's i said c- more than we more than we expected
0: that's a little out of the ordinary for your first gig man yeah we went over to russia and played like, yeah our
1: no first that gig. was that was <laughs> it yeah it was like a two week it was like a two week run we did over there or wow. like 12 days or something like that wow. and, uh, yeah where are you guys gonna play like are you jamming down you know at fm station or something you're like no dude we're going straight to like you know, Rostov Don or, or yeah. you know, Moscow or St. Petersburg or all the places we Dude, went to. So it still, was fun, man.
0: I still remember the days when, when rock bands could not play over there, which is just, it's incredible, man. How, uh, the difference is this. And those guys are so passionate, I would imagine. They're just like so hungry. It's like a starving child,
1: you know, when it comes to
0: rock and roll over there, huh? Yeah. Uh,
1: oh, yeah, they, they've, yeah. I mean, the floodgates have really opened now the last like 15 or so years uh you know over there and uh yeah dude it's a great market um and you know people they're great over there at least i mean i've I've been over there probably about 12 times and had a, a great time the people are fantastic they love rock and roll it's you know some people think it's crazy over there or wild or or whatever and it really isn't yes of course there's probably you know you probably get into some you know, get down with some evil motherfuckers if you really wanted to. But right. you could do that. In, you could do that in Chicago and New York as well. You know, but uh, especially it, I mean, people. <laughs> yeah, people over there have all their Mercedes and their Rolls Royces and the this and the that and the Ritz Carlton and all the nine yards. But uh, yeah, it's great. They treated us great over there, and they really do love rock and roll. And, and they they were a really restricted. You know, for literally decades over there. So. Uh-huh. A great market.
0: Now, how long ago was that that you guys actually went over there and played?
1: We started in uh, like 2014, I believe it was. Uh huh. So we did it two or three different times. I think like maybe twice in 14, and I think in 15, we haven't been over there in the last couple of years, um, just for various reasons. Actually, there was last year there was an opportunity that we had to do to do it over there, but we just couldn't pull it together with the logistics, but. It's been a couple of years, but now that we've got the record finally done, we've kind of renamed the band because it is kind of like a real band now. It's not like a jam band where you're playing all the greatest hits kind of songs. Right. Um, You know, we want to get out there and do it. And once again, if we can get the right pieces in the puzzle logistically to work out with what everybody has going on, it's really trying to find the time. Try to carve out a few weeks here, a few weeks there, and and then and lay it down, man. But we'd love to play.
0: Wow, it's you know it's really cool. I I want to fast forward over to like how you guys got together and actually started writing music together. Now you found some time over here, or did you find some time over there to start the 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 actual the original recordings for uh, for a new revenge?
1: Uh, oh, you mean just how how we kind of started to get the record together?
0: Right, 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 exactly.
1: Well, it was like. Uh, I don't know exactly which like tour or time it was when we were doing shows. Cause we had played, like I said, we played in Russia a few times. We did some shows in Scandinavia. Um, we did some shows in Europe, uh, Belgium and things like that. So we were like kind of piecing it together here and there. And I, at one point we we're having so, so much fun and it was easy. We said, Hey man, maybe we should write a song or two. <laughs> you know, everybody has home studios these days. I've yeah. got a pretty nice, nice studio here with the drum set all set up and things like that. So James can just, you know, play drums right in the, you know, the the house here. Um, So basically I just put down a few ideas, um, basic tracks, sent them over to Tim over his house out there in Ohio. He laid down, you know, some of his ideas, sent them back over to me, you know, zip file, we transfer, boom, loaded it up. And then we, uh, then we kind of worked on it. Once we got to that step, we kind of worked on them together. And and then uh, that was it. But we, we did it really, it wasn't like we said, Hey, let's write, you know twenty songs or fifth eighteen songs, and narrow it down in in a month or or whatever six weeks we actually spent a lot of time you know and or wasted a lot of time you know working on a couple here a couple there we really weren't killing ourselves. it was just very natural i would i mean we probably wrote about twenty something songs, maybe twenty one two, three tunes, and then we narrowed it down and we actually recorded twelve um but it wasn't like a rushed product where it was, hey, you gotta get this done next month or in two months we want this thing complete we kind of really took our time and worked on it when we could or or whatever so it's been a long time coming but we're glad we got the whole damn 12 songs together yeah uh, mixed mastered and it's ready to go
0: now in terms of that part of it like the mix and mastering stuff like that did you go with an outside producer or did you guys do this yourselves
1: uh no, well we kind of did it ourselves. I mean like I said I kind of put most of it together and then at the at the end of it once we had the real songs we wanted to do, um we went over our friend Tommy Hendrickson oh, uh, yeah. who plays in Alice now actually. Yep, yep. He's been playing with Alice the last like 5 years and and then he jams with uh the Hollywood Vampires. He kind of like really hammered it home, man. I mean he, you know, got some really good vocals from Tim Uh, you know, recut most of the vocals, some other things we kept that were backgrounds and stuff like that. You know, did a lot of uh, a production, you know, work on the record, some extra instrumentation and things like that. So he, He really knocked it out of the park and took the damn thing over the top, man. Sure, it sounds great, man.
0: It sounds great. I I had listened to this record. Your publicist had sent this to me, and I listened to it before I realized who was in the band. And I went, this kicks ass, man. I wanted to see some more of it. And when I looked at it, I was like, hey, I know that dude. I know that dude. I knew that dude. Awesome. This is killer. And so I want to be all about this, man, and I really, really am. So,
1: um, awesome, dude! I I appreciate. It. Like I said, I think it's. I think the songs are really cool. I think there's some classic hard rock riffs, you know, guitar riffs in there, and some surprising yes. sound. Yeah, go ahead. It, yeah, it, it's kind of like classic hard rock riffs, guitar riffs, but it still sounds kind of. You know, modern or you know, new production. Yeah, there's like an industrial
0: sound to some of it too, which I really, really dig. And it's it's weird. It sounds like. And unfortunately, today's the day that the singer from Prodigy died. Uh, oh, but yeah. yeah it's got that kind of little prodigy kind of thing to it. I don't know how to describe it. It's more they call it the industrial sound, but I hear little bits and pieces of something like that in there. Like you said, modernized but at the same time just something that's very familiar that reminds me of something. And uh,
1: yeah, I think that's the way Yeah, wanna... yeah, it, exactly. I mean that's what we were really trying to do and try to, you know, cuz these days production, I think yeah, it's it, you could go any way you want to. Like I said, home studios have made it very convenient for people that know what they're doing or have some ears on them, you know, to to make some pretty good recordings. Um, You know, but it wasn't like we were going, Hey, let's make a retro record. Let's make a '70s sounding record like deep purple in rock or whatever. I mean, we just wanted cool guitar riffs and, and, but we wanted it to sound big and kind of new and, you know, just all the elements, you know what I mean? I, if you have the tools these days, to have great production or big, huge drums or this or that. I mean, I say, why not take advantage of it? So nothing was really contrived or, Hey, let's do this or let's do that. It was really natural. Like I said, we took our time in the songwriting and working on the stuff. It wasn't that something that was rushed or thrown together. We got to write, you know, 10 songs, you know, this month, you know? So I think it came out, honestly, I do think it came out great. Good, very good choruses, cool guitar riffs, you know, it's awesome.
0: Well, let's get the record
1: of the year. I'm it's, telling you right it's, now, it's really, Best really. Record of the year.
0: I love it, man. Let's let's give the audience a little taste of this right now. We're going to jump into uh, the way, which is the first single in the first video. What can you tell us a little bit about this particular song? You know, uh, tell us what it's about. You know,
1: it 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 just you know what I remember when putting this thing together, and they're very you know, infancy of the song, and it was all about that I had that guitar riff that was really staccato and kind of metallic, you know, and uh, and I go, wow, that sounds so cool or whatever, and then, you know, Rudy put that driving bass line over the top, and then when I sent it over to Tim, like I said, usually I would kind of get the music together and then send send the ideas to Tim. He, like, sang perfectly, I thought, within, yeah. the, within the holes of the guitar riff, and uh, this was one of the first songs we actually put together. This was probably maybe the second or third, I don't remember specifically. The first song we did was a song called Here's To Us, um, but this was the second or third song we did, and it it came so naturally, and it it really started with that guitar riff, and we just built it from there. I think everybody did an an incredible job on this one.
0: Well, this one really grabbed me by the nuts, and so I've been dying to play it on the show here, so I love it, man. So let's crank it up. I'm going to be back with... uh... With Kerry uh, in just a moment, Carrie Kelly, uh, guitar player extraordinaire. I've used that word "extraordinaire" a lot when I when I talk about <laughs> guitar players, but you, dude, you definitely live up to that. So hang on the line there for a second, Carrie. We're gonna play this uh, for the audience here on Junkman Radio. Again, this is give uh, it a spin. You got it. This is a new revenge and the way on Junkman Radio. Crank this, man. Who the whole Radio, brand new from a new revenge. That song is called the. That song is called the way. Carrie,
1: nice job, dude. Hey, thank you, my brother. Thank you
0: again on the air. It should I, sound,
1: should huh? sound good, blasting out of these people's speakers or earbuds.
0: Yeah, man, that's the way it is. It, it, I love it, man. It's what I'm. It's what I'm doing right now. I got it cranked up in the studio. But uh, again, on the line here, I have uh, guitar player Kerry Kelly with me. Matt, nah, it's been a yeah, long time. You. you are a busy yeah. mofo, as we mentioned. A lot of people uh, have seen Carrie, like, in the last couple of weeks with Night Ranger. Um, you know, you guys has been touring, like, all the time. And you've been with them oh, for, yeah. what, a couple of years now, right?
1: Oh, dude. I, yeah, I've been jamming with the guys for, like, uh, almost five years now. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, and they're awesome. You are right. They do tour uh, like crazy, man, and and I think it's it's rad because of a uh, especially a band that has, you know, that much heritage and foundation. You know, they've been around now thirty six years, thirty seven years, and they actually uh like each other and yeah. they like to play rock. They like to play rock and roll. Yeah, you know, they're nice people. <laughs> you know, too. yeah, you know, you, you know, you you. I'm sure people have heard all the stories or read things, you know, about the bands that. You know, from whatever you know, era it was seventies, eighties, whatever, nineties, even probably, yeah. where this guy doesn't like that guy, or that guy yeah. doesn't like that guy. Yeah, and it's blah, so blah, not blah, the
0: blah. case. So not the case. Yeah, with you no, guys. Night
1: Night Rangers. Yeah, the guys love each other. They love playing. You know, their songs and their hits for the people, and uh, and it's cool. You know, I mean, we go out to dinner and this. You know, it's not like a like. Where's that guy at? I don't want to see him. So. It's a great, it's a wonderful experience to jam with those guys. They treat everybody exceptional. Sure. You know, we, we have obviously Jack Blades in the band, uh, still Brad Gillis, obviously yeah. on guitar, Kelly on drums, yeah. uh, Eric Levy on keyboards, the guy is, is amazing, one of the nicest guys of all time, uh, and, then, and myself. But um, yeah, they, they definitely keep me busy, dude, and they keep busy. Which well, is cool, man.
0: I'm getting that kind of feeling with the new revenge too, man. It sounds like just four friends that are playing together and it just you can feel it, man. It's it's really, really, really cool. I love I love the sound that you guys have got on this thing. It's just uh Yeah, yeah. Thanks.
1: I mean that that's what it's all about. You know, I mean I you know, I've been involved with so many various projects the last oh, five years or so. It's kinda <laughs> have you been
0: have you lost count of how many bands that you've been in, man? I remember <laughs> just so many. And I remember when you were a kid, you were just like all about just jamming places like that. I've known Kerry for a long time. And I remember yeah. when, growing up in Orange County here, you were like, you know, always here, always there, wherever he's going to be. And the next thing you know, you're playing with all these big name people and like one after the other. Did you Did yeah. you actually lose count about how many bands that you've been in?
1: Yeah, I haven't really counted it down, but uh, I mean, there's I've probably been, you know, people, you know, in in our pool, like I said, our rock and roll pool. I mean, they they kind of it's like kind of like a little bit of a running joke, like oh, he's been in every band and you know in yeah. L.A. or every rock band there is, you know. And yeah. I hey, man, I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of cool that I've had to, the experience to be able to play with different sex, yeah. you know, different group groups of guys because of a. I just think it's interesting. It's different personalities. It's slightly different type of rock and roll music. Still rock music all base. But, you know, I mean, I think it's 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 awesome if you're lucky enough to be a guy like Brad Gillis, who basically besides his Aussie when he had a little Aussie stint, I mean he's basically just been in Night Ranger for thirty six, thirty seven years. Yep. He hasn't really played with many other people in yep. all in almost four decades. Um, all good and dandy, you know, great. They have an incredible career and, and, and he's very fortunate, you know, but I think it's been kind of interesting for me to be able to play with, you know, whatever, like rat back in the old days or, or, or then, you know, I was playing with Vince Neil from Motley, the skin row guys, you know, Alice, you know, I was playing with John Waite for a while, the yep. singer from the baby. Yep. Um, And so I think it's kind of, like I said, it's all kind of rock music based, but slightly different rock. You know, John's kind of more seventies rock or Alice's kind of seventies, you know, different guys, a little bit more heavy, heavy rock with skid row, but, uh, Hey man, I can't complain. Let's put it that way. I think I've been very, uh, very fortunate and, and to do all the things that I've been able to do. And, uh, it's it's rad, man. There's worse things I could be doing. Let's put it that way.
0: Carrie, I've used this analogy before. I'm a cre I love to cook Creole food and this is like a really good gumbo. You know, it's just adding more spices yeah. to the pot, dude. And that's what you got. Yeah, you've yeah. got so many of these different influences that you've done and you're able to like, you know, you can adapt and you can put in and you add a little bit. And I can you know what? It's great. It's great to just to see you add more flavor to the mix, you know? So, yeah, man. Thank, thank you, thank you. It's very, very, very cool. Very proud of you, man. Watching you do uh, new stuff. Um,
1: now, how's, is, your, how's your weather? How's your weather over there in Anaheim?
0: <laughs> oh, it's a little cloudy, but you know we're in a studio yeah. with no windows today, so it could be just yeah, about yeah. anything so, out there. So it's like a bombshell. So you're, here, bla- no? you're
1: blacked out. Yeah, you know I, I'm down here in, in South Orange County. You're kind of in, uh, yeah. I guess central or maybe northern central yeah so.
0: right off the five freeway here man just you could spit on it from here you know so there, there you go <laughs> right I'll, right I'll, next have
1: do- to, I'll have to get off to get down there sometime and uh, bring over a couple of beers and hang out in your studio
0: hell yeah and then come on over to the doll hut next door they got a bar over there and a full stage and everything like that like i said my my girlfriend's band rocked out there yesterday afternoon they are always rocking over there at the doll hut so
1: i i, I love it what what's the name of her project just so we can let everybody know and uh, i
0: know it's a band called surface tension and it's a it's okay. a it's a thrash metal band, and they're just they're rocking, dude. They're kicking ass. So, it's uh Killer. it's it's a band. They're going to be up in the valley this week, so a lot of people will be able to get to go see them in L.A. Which is very be very, very neat. But, uh, dude, in terms of a new revenge, are you going to be able to find some time to maybe tour this uh, someplace in the United yeah, States? Yeah, you know,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I mean, we have done. You know, the stuff that we've done in the past, obviously, was more you know european based and or the the Russian shows, uh, Soviet stuff. but uh, um we really hope to if we could you know it's really it comes down to logistics, man, is trying to carve out those few weeks here and there on everybody's schedule. but um we're hoping we could do something maybe towards the end of the year. Um like I said, Night Ranger, we have a lot of shows coming up here into the touring season, the main touring season, which is kind of starts in May. Um, but then maybe towards the end of the year, fourth quarter, we can get out there and, and uh, you know, unleash some of this rock on the people. Yeah, the man, world.
0: it really – this is <laughs> something that I could really see live because you guys are all big-time live players, you know. It's not like this is strictly going to be a, a studio-only thing. I could definitely see no, this no. stuff live, you know.
1: Yeah, no, we, 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 we want to play. Um, it's just a matter of, of figuring it out, man. And, you know, it's a, trying to get four or five different people – you know, on the same page with other projects and families and this and that or whatever, sure. sometimes kind of, kind of rough, but, uh, you know, like keep our fingers crossed and we'll see what happens later on in the year.
0: Now, how many, how many, how many weeks do you actually have, uh, at home? I mean, you know, you're on the road like all the time. So, I mean, is not,
1: it... not many, <laughs> not many. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. I'm usually gone. You know, uh, I have a couple of restaurants out in Las Vegas called uh, Aces and Ales. Right. So that obviously occupies my time. I'm actually going to be leaving for there uh, tomorrow morning. And then we have Night Ranger shows again this weekend. So usually for me, how it works is like every other week, like every other Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm typically in Vegas. Then I'll leave on Thursday to go to the Night Ranger shows we typically play on Friday and Saturdays, come home Sunday, then that next week I'll be back in Orange County then leave for the weekend shows and then the next week back in Vegas so it's wow. like literally a, a constant zigzag I think I'm flying about 200,000 miles a year right. frequent, frequent
0: flyer mileage is quite valuable these days you know as you know yeah, so. yeah but
1: sometimes you're going to those air, the airport like you know Five days a week, dude, your like, head is spinning off. You're like, what? what? <laughs>
0: the bartender yeah. always knows you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Speaking yeah, of which, tell us,
0: tell us a little bit about Aces and Nails. Now, you've got more than one of them, you said? Yeah, yeah. We have two locations um,
1: currently, and we're we're building a third location right now. And, and basically what we do, and I'll tell you about the third location, um, about 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago, there was, you know, I've always kind of been into to craft beer. That's how the whole thing started. A couple of my buddies that I've known for a long time back, dude, in in the early '90s, um, when we used to rehearse in this place called Downtown Rehearsal in downtown LA. The guy who actually owned the building there um, and was the the building manager, but he he owned the building, I think maybe with his his parents or something, uh, is the guy that ended up owning this company called Stone Brewing. They're a pretty prominent craft beer company yeah. now the last, like, the 22 years. Yeah, the biggest. Yeah, pretty friggin' big, yeah. So Greg, my buddy Greg Cook, um, I've known him since then, since we were just jamming um, in the not early 90s, like, 91. And so I've kind of always been into the beer thing, and I'd go to Vegas a lot. I had my buddies out there we were playing in Vegas and things. And literally, say, about 11 years ago or so, there was, like, no good craft beer out there. Like, we would try to find good beer, go to places, whatever. It was like shit, dude, completely. So we just like, said, hey, why don't we open a place and just bring all the great beer in? And literally, that's what we did. So it took about a year to find the first location, to find something that was suitable. Then you got to get the licensing and all this other BS. But, right, right. Uh, Now we've been open in that location for over ten years, and so we have you know it's dedicated to craft beer. Obviously, all craft beer. We don't have any BMC beer. BMC beer means Bud Miller Coors. You know, some people might not like that, but all craft, and then all scratch kitchen. All foods are made from scratch. We don't even have any freezers. Everything is fresh. Yeah, so that's what we do at first location. Second location, we opened about six years ago, six and a half years ago almost, um, and it's the same concept, the craft beer scratch kitchen. Over there, we have 50 five zero, uh taps wow. and, and uh, the whole nine yards. Oh, and we have gaming. So you you know you're in Vegas you got to have video yeah, poker yeah you got dude. it exactly yeah yeah so so that's that's another great thing so you could throw a couple of hundreds in there while you're drinking your beer you'd have a titty um, bar next so after that play. you know <laughs> yeah yeah max bed, exactly so and then now so we're building this new third location and this location is uh, from the ground up it's 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 a f- first uh, generation build and it's going to have the same concept again you know obviously all the all the craft beer scratch kitchen but we're also going to have a brewery inside of this location. Ah, terrific. So it's our, yeah, it's our biggest location. This thing is going to be, it's over 10,000 square foot, also has two outside patios on either side of it. Um, And it's going to be fun, man. It's, it's, It's fun, it's scary and exciting all at the same time.
0: Now, when's that supposed to open up?
1: So that's going to be at the end. The target right now is like the end of the third quarter or sometime in the starting in the fourth quarter, we're really unsure. Um, The developer that's building the center, it's a big, huge center. It's like 200,000 square foot center. So, you know, with the movie theaters and all that kind of stuff in it. So we're kind of at their, uh, you know, mercy or at their pace. Um, But, yeah, they're talking about maybe – Maybe September, but probably more like October, November on this, this next location.
0: So you're going to have a new Revenge Ale? <laughs> Is that in yep. the future? <laughs> probably. Yeah. We have get, a new I Revenge
1: see. Ale. Yeah, we're going to have a... Hey, who knows? We might play over there for the grand opening. We'll get Night Ranger to play. A new, Dude. Maybe I'll have all my bands. Maybe I'm I coming. Vince to, I can get Vince to come out. He could sing a couple of songs. Then we could have a new Revenge play. Then we'll have Night Ranger. And then maybe... Maybe if I could send the plane, I'll get slashed. He could play like the national anthem for like Dude, I'm
0: coming. I'll be there. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be your <laughs> MC that night. You know, and I'm gonna be I testing like, all the ales too. Get yourself a junk. Man, get it. yourself a junk man ale. I'll give you my favorite <laughs> style. You know, make me yeah, a nice geez. hazy New England style ale, dude. And you're and that's that's what it's all about, man. You know all
1: right i like it i well we, well we can accommodate you let's put it that way Excellent. absolutely
0: well we'll have to so yeah, so talk got, about that so i got
1: that going. yeah so be, besides besides a new revenge night ranger working on other crap my regular life here in orange county and the you know pretty much almost three restaurants wow i don't have very much time
0: <laughs> wow uh, you're a busy boy that's a good thing i'm
1: trying man it's a good I'm thing trying. man very very happy for yeah. you man well, uh, yeah, like look, I said, there's there, there, there's worse things we could be doing, you know. Sometimes idle hands, man, you know. You well, know you, how look, that goes. you look around, you look
0: at what, you know, like guys that you've played with and bands are doing, and some guys are just not doing anything, you know. And they're just kind of relying on the stuff that they did 30 years ago. You are just, dude, you're doing it up. And that's the way it should be, you know, progression. Yeah, well,
1: you know, it, I... I I don't know if it's my parents, I mean, or what, but I mean, I, even like you said, when I was a kid, I mean, I was always trying to, trying to not be mediocre. Let's put it that way. You know, I mean, a lot of people are cool with being good enough or in the middle. I'm talking just in life or whatever. Like, I don't want to do too much work. You know what I mean? But like I said, my parents worked very hard. My dad worked the same place for over 40 years, the same company, um, you know, day in and day out. Uh, and so maybe that was just instilled in me. I mean, I, I don't know, but I, I try my best. I mean, and, uh, that's really what it's all about. I mean, every day I just wake up and try to start hitting it on whatever it may be. I have to get done that day.
0: That's a good thing, dude. I love it. I love it. Um, something I forgot to touch on too, dude. Now you guys are on golden robots records, right? Golden robot yeah. records. Golden robot yeah. records is really cool. Cause there's so many people like my friends, little Caesar are on that label. And I guess LA guns yeah. is on that label. All these guys, all this out of this Australian record label. How did that happen with you guys?
1: Yeah. So it, it's kind of a, no, not a funny story, but it, it's a, it's a big circle. I'll tell you. Um, so, the guy there there's two main people at the label, the owner, uh, his name is Mark, he's from Australia, but the other president of the label is a guy named Derek Shulman. Um, so, Derek Shulman has been in the industry for decades. Um, he had a, an original kind of like a jazz avant garde fusion band of the 70s called Gentle Giant. Right. Uh, but right. then he was, he, yeah, he got more into the business side of it, started working at labels, worked with everybody from Bon Jovi to ACDC, you know, this is back in the early 80s, um, all that stuff, so he did all that. He's the one that actually signed James's band, Kingdom Come, back mm-hmm. in whatever year that was, 88, I guess, um, signed them, did all that. Then he was the president of Roadrunner, um, and I believe this was the late 90s for about 10 years. I don't know the exact timelines. I might have them screwed up. but And there, of course, he was responsible for bands like Nickelback, obviously The Knot, The Slipknot, many more you know, bands over there. Then (laughs) I'm really building Derek up here. It's good. Uh, And then, and then, then the last, like the last five years ish um, he was the, I guess the president of the North American side of this label called Frontiers, which has been doing a lot of good uh, work the last 10 or 15 years. Um, And I don't know what happened with him in Frontiers. It's his business. I don't know. Uh, But anyway, he got hooked up with Mark um, with Golden Robot to start bolstering and building this new label. And that started about a year ago. They released, like you said, I think Little Caesar, and I think they released uh, Dizzy Reed's album from yep. Guns N' Roses last yep. year. Um, but now this year, they're really starting to ramp up. Um, obviously, our record, I think, is like the first release this year. You said L.A. Guns. I think they have uh, uh, John Sykes's new record is coming out with them. Yep. They, yep. They've got a deal done with him. Uh, I think Skid Row I heard something about, and I think Steve Stevens – few other things. I'm, I'm not for sure on all those, but yeah, it's just quite, a roster, man. But quite a yeah, roster around, but they're trying to, got. they're trying, they're trying to build it up, man. They're trying to come out of the fucking box kicking, man. Well, it's great because
0: you know what? For so long, it's been that way with nobody has a label anymore, you know, but now people can, you know, there's something like this. Yeah. this it really is working. And I love what they're, what they're doing in assembling the roster of, of artists, man. They're all people yeah. that I love to
1: listen to, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what I think is, is cool as well is just these bands creating music. That's one thing, you know, with the Night Ranger that I'm I'm really proud uh, of those guys and or myself or me being in the band um, that they love to play. said They love to play music. They love to play. And, and, of course, it is a business. It's the music business. But they like to create new records. Dude, they've been doing new records basically about every two years. And yeah. what I'm getting at was the last about about two years ago, um, I think the record came out in M- March or May. I can't remember. But, uh, you know, we did a new record, and I was, you know, lucky enough to or to write with Jack and the guys on the record and got uh, four or five songs on there with those guys, which was rad. But they just like to keep creating. And I think it's awesome that whether it's L.A. Guns or Skid Row or finally this John Sykes record – I know people have been really been waiting for this John Sykes record for sure. literally like a, a freaking decade – but are putting new things out and trying to create yeah. – and not and not just sitting back, going, "Oh, we don't want to put anything out because people just like our old songs anyway." No, so, that's no way I to mean, live,
0: man. You, not as a musician, you gotta progress, bro. You know that's yeah, that's no, the way yeah. it's gotta I be. Mean,
1: it, it, exactly. I mean, I think it's it's fun to write music. Uh, you know, whether you write the songs all on your own or you guys, you know, a band collaborates, or two guys are the main writers and then the other guys just kind of play their instruments. I mean, creating music it's is art you know and it's and it's fun and i think it's it's cool okay yeah maybe you're not going to sell a million and a half records like you did whatever 20 years ago but man isn't it cool to create a record and go wow this is cool man we just did another 10 or 12 Songs, man. And have you know, a home, and have a home
0: for being able to do that too, you know. I mean, my buddies and your label mates, Little Caesar, dude, they came yeah. out with one of the best records. They keep getting better and better and better every
1: time. Yeah. And this record, yeah. I think,
0: is probably the best thing they've ever done. And it's on Golden yeah, Robot so, Records too. So
1: there you go. Yeah. So that so that's great. You know. Yeah. Just that creative process. You know what I mean? I think it, maybe some bands have lost that and they just like rest on their old songs or. Whatever, but I don't know. I like creating. Like I said, I've always had a home studio. I was the guy back in the band in the in the in the old old days that always had like the four track recorder yeah. doing all the demos for the band. Then I had the eight track, and then I got these things called A Dats back then. And then then the Pro Tools came out like in the early two thousands. So I mean, I've always been into writing and writing ideas or composing or doing the best I I could, you know, uh, on creating.
0: Wow. So
1: uh, I wish more bands could do it.
0: I think they can, man. I got faith in them all. But, you know, another thing that was really cool is this record label is based out of Australia. So that means you might yeah. be able to go down there and tour down in Australia as well, right?
1: Oh, I, I'd, I'd love to. Yeah, I mean, there's been some talk because obviously they have their all their, you know, they're wired down there. Um, so, yeah, there's been talk about that. And then also, I mean, it's coming out, you know, um, through a subsidiary in the Asian territories. Um, so obviously Japan, Korea and things like that. And they're talking about, oh, maybe... We can get – because once you're down there, you usually want to try to hit, you know, Asia and Australia if you can. So maybe we'll do a a week, you know, in in Asia and maybe a week in Australia if if it's feasible.
0: Have you been down there before?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I've been down there. That was one thing, you know, about playing, like, say, with Alice, man. I mean, the coolest thing – and even back in the old days with with Slash, you know, that was back in the 1800s, it seems like. But we we, we had the – the band, or, or he had the band, and I, I was in the band, but uh, after the Guns N' Roses called Slash's Snake Pit. Right. Um, but what was cool about both Slash and Alice is that they're like global artists, you know? Um, I mean, they're literally known around the globe. You know, some bands just have their pockets of where they're popular. I mean, Night Ranger, um, you know, even though we do go to the U.K. and they had done, done a few European things. I mean, they're mainly an American band. That's where the touring is. That's where the foundation is, the, the fan base, et cetera. But, uh, yeah, with Alice, dude, we would go down to Australia every two years. So I think I went three different – either three or four different times with, there, with Alice down there, and we would stay for like a month because we do literally the whole damn fucking country. It was, it was awesome, man. they are great people down there. The weather is imp- killer, dude. It's, it's rad, dude. I love Australia.
0: What uh, what can you tell me? What what is pretty much your favorite place to play? I mean, like, uh, do you have a one either a country or a venue or a state or like anything like that? You've played all over the world. Do you have a? Do you have like maybe one favorite place that you could that you can pick out?
1: Um. Well, I mean, there was. We, yeah, I mean, I've been lucky to to do a lot of killer, great gigs. I mean, um. I mean the the one that and not that it's necessarily the best sounding stage or 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 whatever, but just the name. And I've said this before in the past. You know, I was able to play Madison Square Garden, um, and it was with with Slash. It was awesome. It was us Slash and ACDC. Wow. um, On that on that tour and just going there, Madison Square Gardens. When you drive in, you drive in that same circular, you know, underground driveway that like is in the Led Zeppelin, you know, sure. video the song remains the same. And it's like, you're there. I mean, it's just, you know, so it's just a legendary place. So that's great. I mean, there's some awesome places in Japan, of course, Budokan, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of great places, man. Um, I can't think of them all, but just some of them are just like synonymous with the names, you know, right. Um, over in England, you know, we've done the, the Donington festivals, so those are awesome. When you look out and there's like you know eighty five thousand people. Did you get pelted uh, with
0: bottles of piss like a lot of people do out there?
1: <laughs> not not at all. We got we got pelted we, we got pelted with love. Well,
0: that's good. You know it was,
1: yeah it, it was great. But yeah, uh, one time it was funny with Alice, dude. We played this thing up in Canada, dude, and it's called Metal some Montreal Metal Fest or something yeah. like that. I don't know the, the exact name, but dude, it was the same kind of thing. It was like seventy thousand people. And the bill was so wild, dude. And, uh, so it was like Rob Halford was playing there, uh, with fight. And then after, uh, I think it was Testament played first, then fight was playing. Then, uh, Slayer. So we went up Jeez. to watch Slayer. I go, I got to go see this. So me and the bass player rode up there. We were standing there. Dude, they were going off. Dude, the crowd was just like sick. It was insane. The
0: place probably then looked Meg- like a crater after all the freaking mosh pitting going on like that yeah. building up the Slayer, which has, you know, yeah. obviously yeah, the, the, the wildest well, mosh pit then, ever.
1: Well, well, <laughs> check this out. So then after that, so Testament, Rob, Hal- fight with Rob Halford, right. Slayer. Then it was Megadeth. <laughs> and, then, and then Alice Cooper. Brutal, and dude, literally, we were, We were watching, and it was like, like I said, it was like we do when Slayer was jamming. It was like bedlam, dude. Yeah. The shit was just insanity. And we go to Coop. We go back to the backstage or whatever. We go, dude, it's pretty crazy out there. You know, what should we do? Should should we put on the makeup and do all the whole thing or whatever? And Coop just goes, "We're just gonna do what we do." There you go. And we said, oh, "Okay, we'll do it, dude." So we went out there. We didn't know what to fucking expect. Yeah, dude. how do you follow we Slayer?
0: Started, <laughs> yeah, we we started
1: playing, dude. People loved it, dude. Yeah. The crowd was going crazy. It wasn't like Slayer, like with the pits and shit, but they were there the whole time and singing, and it was awesome. I mean, they they loved Alice and respected him sure. so much, you know, that it wasn't this intense music like Fight or Slayer or whatever. But they had the respect and they loved the tunes and loved the show, I guess, and it was. It was awesome, man. But it was just such a trippy bill, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I bet. Like I said, I bet the grounds look like a crater, like a, like a meteor in it after that. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably. Nuts. Yeah, dude. But again, that shows that, that shows the- that shows you the beauty of Alice Cooper, man. He's well respected. He's like the king of them all, and he still brings it night after night after night. <laughs> no matter who's in Ab- the band, it's always dude. a quality product, you
1: know. Oh, a- absolutely, dude. Absolutely, he. Uh, there, there's his. None more professional than his whole camp. I mean, everybody there has been with him for a long time. You know, the, the, a lot of the crew guys, and, yep. and the, you know, obviously you've got chef in there, and, yep. and the tour managers, Toby, and all these and guys, and guys. And family and
0: everybody, man, it's great. Yeah, you know? it,
1: it, it's it's well oiled and and it runs awesome. I mean, night in and night out, night out. Yep. You know, It's killer.
0: Well, I tell you, man, it's 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 good to good to uh, to to hear all these things coming out of you, man. I get, I, get, I hear the excitement in your voice and and just everything about it, but I, I, I'm I, really excited about this new thing, man, with a new Revenge. I really think oh, uh, it's, it's really cool. I, I love it, and uh, again, um, well, all the best I'm gl- with, with I'm glad, Aels and I'm Aels, glad Aels we too. Could,
1: Yeah, I'm glad we could wrap here, dude. You know, I'll keep talking forever, but I hope you can get the, uh, maybe you can get some of the other cats on. You get a Get James on here and sure. uh, Ripper, or somebody. Sure. You know, it'd be awesome. I'm door, sure they'd love to join you.
0: The door is always open, man. Anything you want. Um, tell me some websites where people can find out about a little bit more, like uh, for a new revenge, for instance. Tell us about websites and uh, obviously we GoldenRobotRecords.com is one. But
1: uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we've got all of the you know all of the stuff that you have to have these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but they could just go to the regular you know World wide Web dot. Uh, a new revenge.com, yep. and you got that. And if, if you hit that, it has all of the other little buttons that yep. uh, you punch that takes you to the Twitters and the Facebooks Spotify. and the Instagrams and the Spotify. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Well but,
1: uh, Basically, type in A New Revenge, and you'll get all of the things that you uh, your heart desires.
0: And then Aces and Ales, two, uh, two uh, of them Ace. are there right oh. now. Aces, you got to
1: get a- Aces and Ales is open twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Two locations to serve you, and a and new it, one Aces, coming. Yeah, and a new one coming, and that's very simple. Obviously, uh, www.acesandales.com. dot com. Aces and Ales,
0: Las Vegas, Aces, Nevada. Have,
1: yeah, exactly. Aces because we have the the cards for people to you know enjoy shoving their hundreds in, exactly. and then Ales because of the Ales, baby.
0: There you go. So go check it out. You'll find Kerry at one of these places eventually.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you can
0: go to junk, junkman.com.net. D- DJjunkman.com. You can go there, man. That's right. Or you can catch me here on uh, on dollhutstudios.com. Here at Dollhut Very Studios, good. in Anaheim. so look for Junkman Radio. So, Kerry, hang on the line hey. just a second. We're going to uh we're going to close out with uh, Never Let You Go. Tell us a little bit about oh, this yeah. particular song.
1: This is another little uh, little ditty for you here. It's, uh, it's I think it's got a great chorus. Um, you know, it's kind of got. I, I I don't know. In my mind, I think the the main riff, like the, it's kind of like a Thin Lizzy kind of riff. I always thought of. Uh, you know, Thin Lizzy is one of my my ultimate favorite bands of all time. I mean, just the, the, Phil's voice, Phil's stories were so great. Um, the twin guitar stuff that they really. Formulated. I mean, you know, nobody was doing that stuff back in the in the early '70s, and and then you know, bands got more into that. Like, obviously, even Maiden influenced everybody. Night Ranger, the Thin Lizzie is a huge influence on those guys. They've told me time and time again, like, "Oh, dude, the Lizzie—that's where we got all the harmony guitars from and everything." So, I kind of think of the verse as a as kind of like a Thin Lizzie vibe, and then then we got you know a chorus that comes in that's you know a very kind of. Radio-friendly, cool chorus, and you know another thing on this is that I think Tim did such a great job um, on this record, uh, singing. You know, I mean, he does all the screams and things that people know him for, you know. But but they really are done in a tasteful manner. I think that it, he, he sings melodically, and and it, I think it's going to surprise a lot of people. I mean, hopefully not disappoint people that just want. You know, screaming the whole time, you know, all the time. Well, big it's, it's metal. very,
0: it's very quote unquote radio friendly, you know? It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's a really, really cool tune to follow along, you know? It's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Like I said, and I think for people that are fans of Tim, I think that hopefully they're going to be pleasantly surprised that he is singing kind of more, more melodic and, and, and everything, but still has some of those screams in there, which is rad as well. But, uh, I think he did an amazing job once again. I mean, all the guys did. I mean, from, from the guys in the band, like I said, Tommy did an incredible job helping us out, uh, the production and the mixing, and uh, and here it is for you. Well, Give here, it to
0: him, Junk Man. I'm going to do that for you right now, man. Hang on the line just for a second there, Carrie. Thanks a lot for calling in and uh, talking with us here at Junk man Radio. So here we go. Will do. It's a new revenge. Never let you go on Junk man Radio. Crank this up. Did you like that? That was cool. Brand new from A New Revenge and Never Let You Go. Again, my thanks for uh, Kerry Kelly calling in and uh, telling us all about it. You can uh, catch them at all the places he just told you about here at Junk Band Radio. So check it out. Always good stuff, huh? I like it. Well, that's it. Again, thank you uh, to Kerry Kelly for calling in at Junk Band Radio with A New Revenge. Check them out on Golden Robot Records.